Malachi chapter 3 and verse 6, it says this, I, the Lord, do not change. So you, the descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. And when we read that verse, we can understand the descendants of Jacob in the Old Testament was the nation of Israel. And in the New Testament, it's all of us that are descendants of Abraham, not through our birth, but through the faith that we have in God. So we can read this verse as saying that God doesn't change so that we, His people, are not destroyed. This verse, it's amazing when it was written. Malachi being the last book of the Old Testament. And then in between Malachi and Matthew, where Jesus is born, we've got 400 years of human history without any revelation from God that's recorded in the Bible. They call it the 400 years of silence. And it's amazing that just before the silence, in the last book that's written of the Old Testament, before 400 years, of uncertainty and quiet from God, God says this to His people, I, the Lord, do not change so that you are not destroyed. And our world has changed so much in the last two years. Two years ago, I don't think anybody predicted that this is where we would be as a society, as a world facing this global pandemic. If we're not careful, we can start to think that now we live in an unpredictable time. But our world has always been unpredictable. Now we're just hyper aware of that fact. And there's one constant that we have, one assurance that we have, the same one that God gave to His people before 400 years of unpredictability. And that is that our God, He does not change so that we are not destroyed. We've got one predictable in an unpredictable world, one constant in an ever-changing world. And that is that our God remains the same. In our world that's full with uncertainty, there, there are things that are timeless are sticking out. Record sales, like physical records are at an all-time high. Uh, the, the, the TV show Friends has, has had more people viewing it in the last two years than at any other time in its existence. And the things that are unchanging, when we're, when we're conscious of the fact that our world is changing and unpredictable, the things that are timeless and unchanging begin to stick out. And for us as believers, the fact that our God is unchanging, the fact that He stays the same through the ages, this for us has to be more real than ever because we're starting a brand new year, 2022, and we might not know what this year holds, but we do know the one who holds it and we are able to trust in Him. And Malachi says, He doesn't change, so we are not destroyed. I love this verse because to me, it's amazing about what it doesn't say. The Bible doesn't say that the economy doesn't change so that we are not destroyed. The Bible doesn't say that my situation doesn't change so I'm not destroyed. The Bible doesn't say that inflation levels don't change and therefore I'm not destroyed. My schooling plans, my work stability, how I feel about the future. The Bible isn't saying that all of these things stay the same so we aren't destroyed. The Bible says that God stays the same so that we are not destroyed. And as Christians, we don't rely on the things we can see and touch. We rely on our God who is unseen. If He changed, we would be destroyed. 
He gives us the assurance, not of our world, but the assurance of Himself, because He is the only constant in the whole universe. He is the self-existent one. He's unchanging since before the world's foundations. He's the most reliable thing in the universe. The, the most reliable thing in the universe is the unchanging nature and character of our God. He is constant. So He is the firm foundation for our lives. He is the rock that we can build on. In, in, uh, in 2013, I got married. And when we were newly married, me and my wife, Emma, we lived in this tiny little shoebox uh, above uh, another set of people who literally just argued all the time. Uh, there'll be moments where we would go out on spontaneous dates because we just wanted to get away from the huge domestic strife that was happening underneath us. It, it, was, it was kind of crazy uh, where we were living, but we were just so happy because we were married. And when you're newly married, it's just, that's the only thing that matters. Doesn't matter where we live, doesn't matter what life looks like. I'm just happy that we are married. But like any newly married couple, we had lots of disagreements, uh, discussions. Uh, let's, let's call a spade a spade. We had lots of arguments. And for every newly married couple in this season where you're just figuring stuff out, I, I just wanna encourage you today, just keep talking it out. You're never going to regret coming to conclusions together about things. Just keep talking it out. And in our, in our new marriage, one of the common themes was that I was coming up with brand new expectations as things were happening. We had never done any of this before. We never had to plan our lives together as a married couple. So I was finding out how I felt about things as they were happening. I wasn't able to project myself forward and figure out how I would feel about something before it happened. So then as things are happening, I'm like, I don't like how this is going. I don't feel good about this, or, or I'm saying, this is not what I wanted. And then Emma says to me, well, if this is not what you wanted, why didn't you tell me that's not what you wanted? And I would say, well, I didn't know that that's what I wanted. And my constantly changing expectations created instability in our marriage. So I had to figure out what I wanted so that then I could communicate expectations and then our marriage was able to flourish. Our God, He doesn't change His expectations. His expectations are always the same. Our God doesn't change. When we come to Him, we're not surprised or blindsided. We, we aren't in shock as to His reaction to what's going on. He is constant and He is firm. And His unchanging nature creates stability in our relationship with Him. If He changed, it would create instability in our walk with Him in our lives and in our world. But because He doesn't change, we are not destroyed. Because He doesn't change, we've got stability in our lives. If we're not careful, we can fall into the trap of looking at the world and its unpredictable nature and begin to think that our God is therefore unpredictable or our God is somehow changing. Let me be very clear today. Our world has changed, but our God is the same. Our world is different, but our God is unchanging. We don't get our picture of God. We don't get our theology from what we see in the world. We get our picture of God. We get our theology from what we read in the Word. And nothing is happening in our world that changes who God is. 
and nothing is happening in the, wor- in the world that changes the Word of God. He is our constant. He is our refuge in times of trouble. And because He remains the same, He is our strong tower that we can run to no matter what is going on in our world. Hebrews 13 verse 8, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. And let me encourage us today. It's a new year and we're not sure what it will look like, but we are sure about who our God is. The same God who carried us through yesterday, the same God who is with us today is the same God who is calling us into the future that He has for us. And we've seen Him move. We've seen His faithfulness in our past. We know His presence today. And we can look forward to the future with hope because of who our God is. We have never, as Christians, built our lives on the certainty of the world. We have always built our lives on the certainty of who our God is. He doesn't change, so we are not destroyed. And the same God who carried you this far is the same God who will carry you through this year. No matter what happens this year, no matter what happens in 2022 and beyond, we have a help that goes beyond our own strength. We have a friend that sticks closer than a brother. We have one who intercedes on our behalf. We have a God who loves us through it all who doesn't care about us or visit us in our lives based on our performance or if our lives are going well or if we feel confident. We have a God who loves us and interacts with us based on His unchanging nature and His unchanging love for us. What is going to help us this year? Well, our God is our helper. What is going to be our comfort this year? Our God is our comfort. Where are we going to find strength this year? Our God is our strength. What is our prize this year? It is Christ Himself that we are running towards. What is our reward? Well, our God is our shield and He is our exceedingly great reward. And if this year there's a moment where you feel like it's all falling apart, let me encourage you today. We can come back to our God because He remains the same. Psalm 61 verse two, it says, From the ends of the earth I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And this year, if your heart grows faint, call out to God and ask Him to lead you to the rock that is higher than you. The Bible says that He lifts us out of the mud and the mire and He sets our feet upon a rock. Oh, my friend, there is nothing like that moment where God pulls us out of our despair and He puts our feet again on Him. Oh, my friend, let me encourage you today. Let's not build our lives on uncertainty. Let's not build our lives. Let's let's not live in the mud and the mire. Let's build our lives on the rock, on our Jesus and His unchanging nature. He is our firm foundation for our lives. This year, we have cause for hope and optimism and faith. Let me say it again. This year as Christians, we have cause for hope and optimism and faith. Our faith and our optimism and our hope, these things do not come from what we can see. They don't come from how we can project a a, a good scenario onto our world for the future. Our our hope and optimism and our faith, these things don't come from our internal ability to see how God is going to move on our behalf. 
These things, our, our hope and our optimism and our faith, these things come from our relationship with God. They come from the fact that even in the middle of a global pandemic, our God is our healer. Even in the middle of economic uncertainty, our God is our provider. Even in the middle of emotional turmoil, He is the one who, who carries our concerns because He cares for us. In the middle of everything that we are going through, we have to focus again on the nature and the character of our God. And that is what is going to pull us through. In a season like this, what's really exposed for us is where our hope has been. Has our hope been based on, on what we can project into the future with our natural sight? Or has our hope been based on our, on our God who's beyond our sight? And I just feel in my heart, like what's gonna happen this year for us as a church family is that we're going to come around once again to the fact that our hope, we've got a reason for the hope that we have, but it's not the same reason that the world would find hope. Our hope is in the unchangeable nature of our God. And if this year we face scenarios where that hope is tested, it's not really a sure thing unless it has been tested. It's not really sure faith unless it has been tested. The Bible says that our faith is refined like gold in a fire. And that if it passes the test, if we can hang on to our faith, that at that point it becomes greater worth to us than gold. And I got the sense in my heart, like this year, we're gonna come out of it with, an, with a renewed and increased hope, not because of what we've seen happen in the world, but because of what we've seen in the face of our unchanging God. Let me pray over our year this year. Let me pray over our lives this year on this first Sunday of the year. And I'm praying that our lives are filled with hope and optimism, not because of what we see in the world, but because of what we read in the Word about who our God is. Let's pray together wherever we are. God, we just thank You so much that You are unchanging. God, I thank You that You are a certain hope for an uncertain time. And God, today we don't rest or rely on what the world has said. We rest and rely on what You have said in Your Word. And God, we're praying today that You would fill us with hope and faith and optimism for this year that we are undertaking right now. And we're praying that this hope and faith and optimism would be based on who You are and not based on what we see in the world. God, we pray that this year we would see Your hand at work. We pray for notable miracles. We pray for moments where we look and we say that was none other than the hand of God. We're praying you would speak to us clearly this year and we're praying you would know your presence at all times. We're praying draw close to us today in this moment. And God, we're praying that no matter what happens, we would know the constancy of Christ. We would know you in our lives greater than ever in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen.